0: In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life. And that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. The Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace, And truth.
1: Well, this year has been a good one for science geeks like me. NASA has successfully landed uh, a probe on Mars, Uh, Virgin Galactic what a great name, has just reached the edge of space with its latest test flight. And of course, earlier in the year was the uh, uh, release of First Man, the film about the Apollo space missions. Uh, It was Christmas 50 years ago, 1968, that Apollo 8, the first manned space mission, was successfully launched. And it changed something for the human race, something really significant for millennia. We as a human race had looked up into the heavens. We'd seen the stars. We'd watched at sunrise. We'd watched moonrise. But then, for the first time, there was something breathtakingly new for the human race. For some of us representing us, but then the pictures they brought back of Earthrise from the perspective of the moon. I guess we've all seen the pictures, the actual pictures, rather than just the clever ones they can do on the computer. Now, the world that um, Apollo 8 left behind was a world in turmoil. Eight months earlier, Martin Luther King Jr. had been assassinated. The Vietnam War was raging. College campuses were ablaze in protest. A controversial president had just been elected, and that was just the United States. It seemed like... The world was in disarray tearing itself apart, but that's not how it looked from space. Colonel James Irwin, the eighth man on the moon, described it like this, the earth reminded us of a Christmas tree ornament hanging in the blackness of space. As we got farther and farther away, it diminished in size, finally, It shrank to the size of a marble. The most beautiful marble you could imagine. And on Christmas Eve in 1968, the people around the world listening on their radios heard the crew of Apollo 8 choose to read from the opening chapters of the Bible, just as we've done for this evening. High above a fractured world, the astronauts read of a majestic creator, a God of order and of peace. Now, of course, Apollo 8 was preparing the way for Apollo 11, and uh, July 20th, 1969, it was when Neil Armstrong took his one small step for a man, one giant leap for mankind. And they left a plaque on the moon, at the surface of the moon, which, which, which reads as follows. Here, people from the planet Earth first set foot upon the moon gives the date and then says we came in peace for all mankind. Fifty years ago people went up into space in peace. Two thousand years ago God came down to earth in peace at the first Christmas. It's a connection several of the astronauts have reflected on them. the uh, quote, was pretty. you have a pretty good eyesight to see it from the back that came up above the uh, picture of the stable, is from uh, Colonel James Irwin, the eighth man on the moon he, he put it like this God walking on the earth is more important than people walking on the moon it's a fair point isn't it we sung in our opening hymn once in Royal David's city he came down to earth from heaven who is God and Lord of all Maybe they will find bacteria when they drill down into Mars. Maybe. Maybe even there are inhabited planets out there somewhere. But we do not need to guess whether there is intelligent life elsewhere in the universe. John chapter 1, verse 14, it's there on our sheets at the top right-hand bit. The Word became flesh and made His dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Our planet has been visited, not by Martians, but by the maker. Tiny as we are, he loves us. And so he became tiny and made his dwelling among us. Now, if aliens did land... He used to know that whether we could speak to them and make ourselves understood or they could speak to us and understand us and make themselves up. Un- Who knows? But when the Word became flesh, the Maker became one of us and made His dwelling among us, He came in a way that we could understand Him. We could get to know Him. As one of us, speaking words that His contemporaries understood, full of grace and truth, Now, hang on, you may be thinking, if someone from another planet did somehow manage to visit the earth and look just like us, well, we'd need some pretty big proof, wouldn't we, that they were from somewhere else and not just some crazy person impersonating an alien or something odd. But you see, that's what we have in John's Gospel and the other Gospels. We have the evidence of what people saw and heard, the miracles that Jesus did, that are signs to the fact that He is indeed the Word made flesh, God with us, as one of us. And if we look at Jesus' life and ministry, we see that evidence, and, and if we fast forward through it, uh, we get to His death, and, and we discover actually when He's preparing for that, that, that actually that was really very much part of the mission, that He's born as one of us to die as one of us, for our fractured world, for our wrong, to bring us back to God. You see, if you look down there, do you see just down at the bottom of the page, column three on the sort of spread, uh, just after what Yvette read, uh, verse five of John chapter one, it talks about light and darkness and that contrast and Jesus coming in and the darkness overcoming him. Understanding is uh, the other translation, which is the one on the page, overcoming is is the other nuance of that. You see, there's this, Conflicts in the world, which we see played out every time we tune into the news and read about the latest war. And, and where does that darkness in the world come from, that strife, that turmoil? It has a source. And the source is here and there and there and there. And there. It's the human heart is actually where it comes from. There's something very wrong when we break off our friendship with God. We're made for friendship with God and when you and I choose over and over again to say no to God and to go away from him, to go our own way, the Bible's analysis is that actually we're choosing darkness and it's where the darkness in the world comes from. is that choice, that pushing away from God. It's sin, it's separation from God. And the... um, video clip made reference to the fact that exploring this place was uh, dangerous, it cost many lives. But the people who did it, believed in it and thought, yeah, that's worth it. Also, Jesus' uh, mission, uh, coming to us as light into this dark world, well, that was dangerous. But it wasn't so much that he took a risk of danger, as he was certain of the danger he would face. And actually, because it was prophesied in the Old Testament, Jesus, as he grew in his understanding of his mission, said, I I have to die. I came to die. It's my whole purpose, in fact. And he went willingly to that cross to take the wrong things I've done, to take the darkness in me and in you and in the world, to take it on himself, to heap it on his soul, and then to be punished like, I deserve to be cut off from God. But you see, that was the ultimate peace mission. As God himself came into the world to make this way back to him, to, to the wrong we've done, not to sweep it under the carpet and say it doesn't matter, which it so does. It really matters when we do wrong things. But God says, okay, I'm going I'm to take it all on myself, in my son, so that actually anyone who puts their faith in Jesus can be forgiven and free Know peace with God, and then begin to live out a life where we make peace with one another. In response, as a church, we are discovering that week by week. We're very imperfect people. We um, need to say sorry to each other over and over again, um, because we're needed to work that out in practice. And that's what the world needs: is this forgiveness from God, this radical peace with Him, and then we work it out in practice. And and we're also aware that it takes a while to understand that. It's it's not obvious to us, I think. Uh, And this is why we're putting on in the um, new year, of course, we always do. We're going to run Alpha this year for a bit of a change. We've run Christianity Explored up till now. We're going to give Alpha a go because uh, that might be helpful. And it's just an opportunity to explore, uh, as the uh, cards that are scattered around the place uh, suggest. And my invitation, our invitation, is why not give it a go? You haven't got anything to lose. And if it's true. Christmas story, not just a nice story but a true story then you've got everything to gain God himself coming into the world God himself coming for you and for me, for ordinary people to bring us back to an eternal friendship that actually we're made for and that's the true story of Christmas it's just the remarkable lengths God has gone to to bring us back and for him it was all worth it God came down for you and for me, for our families for our community for our world so will you explore that in the new year Would you start a conversation or continue a conversation with God tonight he's just a prayer away so we can always speak to him and for those of us who know this is true um, I guess the carols give us the right response don't they, to live as thankful people to uh, praise God not only with lips but with lives to be those who are saying wow, okay this changes everything and to build our lives trusting Jesus, following him, uh, wherever he leads us, on the adventure of faith, giving our lives to his service and living at peace with God and with one another. Now the cars around the place, let me explain this, do, do pick this up, you may be sitting on it, it may be on the floor. Um, these are multi-purpose, these cards, um, uh, I see some of the regulars, visitors. Uh, you're being very good, you're all picking them up, but some of the regulars are thinking, well, I already, I've already, picked pick it up, pick it up, it'd be good encouragement to the person on your left or right. Just to say, um, the, the idea of these, multi-purpose, um, if you didn't get an email about this evening, uh, it means either we go straight to your spam, or that we don't have your contact details. If you'd like us to have your contact details, there's a space there at the bottom. To let us know and uh, we'd love to have those just to keep you up to date with the uh, special services we do like Christmas and Easter and so on. Um, do take this away as a reminder to you about the Alpha Course um, or uh, maybe as an invitation to a, a member of the family or a friend. There are plenty more at the back on the left hand side as you go out. So if you want to fill it in and take one, that's possible. There are plenty of spares there or it may be that there's a spare next to you. And if you think, yeah. I might be interested. You know, I know the Christmas story. And, yeah, I think this might be a good time for me to actually talk about my questions, my doubts, my objections, my perspective, my experience of life. This is the whole thing about Alpha is it's quite an open um, invitation just to come and share yourself, come and listen to others, come and uh, access the films that have been made to stimulate discussion and um, actually start the new year by kind of talking about this really important stuff. There's stuff about life and meaning and purpose and faith and so on. That's the invitation, and I always look forward to that kind of opportunity, whether it's over a coffee um, or over a supper. So let us know. If if you're interested, let us know. Uh, Give us some contact, and also let us know what time would work best for you. uh, I'm suggesting a Sunday. I'm free after our morning service, and so would it be 4 o'clock for a cuppa, or would it be 7 o'clock for some light supper? Just give us some feedback. Let us know, and we'll get back to you in the new year to kind of um, clarify and uh, make that plan a firm one. As I say, it spares on the back on, on the left as you go out. Um, there should be uh, a pen near you to, to scribble, either now or during the hymn or um, uh, at the end. And the other thing you might want to pick up on the uh, left-hand side on the way out is these little red booklets. They just give a bit more of the story. Uh, we've been short and sweet this evening. But this will give you something to read, to go away, to think more about what God has done at Christmas. And there's a prayer at the end if you think that would help you to respond to what he's done. Well, let's stand and sing our closing hymn.